Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi. This is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to this edition to Present Trend by Trend Just Fell Down. Oh no! We'll talk about that. That's something that happened today to our poor old grandpa, President Joe Byron. Big yikes. Yeah, yeah. You know, just when he... <laughs> if, I mean, I was going to say, this man literally out here tripping. But let's go <laughs> to our first story. I'm Miles. That's Becca. Thank you for that very... Uh, thank you for indulging my terrible joke with that laugh. That was that helped me feel good <laughs> on, on this wonderful Thursday. Uh, happy Pride, everybody. It's June. Woo! Happy Pride. Happy Pride. And Live yes, your pride. shout out to everybody I who love is that sound. <laughs> absolutely not on some bullshit and understands that this is not some kind of satanic thing. It's just called people celebrating who they are and their individuality. And we're all about that. First thing that's trending, uh, this pizza place in New Zealand, in New Zealand, called Hell Pizza. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So apparently they have like, this is like a company that does all kinds of fucking wacky promotions. And typically they're more on like the edgelord side. Like one time they were doing like a fucking like Easter uh, promo and they covered a billboard in like rabbit pelts. I don't know if they were real or not, but like a lot of people like, yo, what the fuck is this? Um, And I think they were real. Another time they put like Hitler on a billboard. And people were like, well, they're, they're kind of an edgelord kind of brand. All right. But <laughs> this time they're saying their their whole thing now is saying you can pay for your pizza after you have died. And this deal will only be available to 666 customers in New Zealand and 666 customers in Australia. And do they have to be on the brink of death? Like, how no. do you enforce that? All you do is that the company's lawyer will have you <laughs> add a clause to your will. With the amount that you owe and the type of pizza that you got. And this will be signed by two witnesses. So then upon pawn death, the estate will be paying for that pizza at that moment. That is so much more work. I yeah. just don't think for me that would ever be worth getting a free pizza in the now to get some lawyers involved in my estate to pay for a pizza that's like, what, fourteen ninety nine. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, hey, I know we have Zeitgang, Kiwi Zeitgang, Aussie Zeitgang. Is this pizza good or is this some trash bullshit? They just keep marketing weird stuff. Or apparently over 10,000 people have applied. Because why not? I would find a way to like, if knowing me, I would be like, 
I would ask a lawyer friend, like, is there any way I can like negate this? Like yeah, after the fact around this so I can just yeah, yeah. get a free just game over. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I did that two witnesses. Next thing you know, I'm actually going to change my will right now. Uh, uh, but I'm sure they have a way to do that. But sure. Collect your pizza upon death. Uh, the newest thing. I'm surprised like, like companies aren't doing that now. Like this sounds like a joke, but like, we well, should like Klarna and that kind of stuff. I was going to say, like, it's the new afterpay. Yeah. Like after afterlife pay. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that. Cause we'll just take it out your, whatever you got left. You know, some we'll people, take, oh. I mean, that's already a problem, I think, in history of families, maybe, you know, I don't know, adults that are overspending, leaving yeah. their children with lots of debt. Yeah. Surprise debt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our one of our producers, Breeze Nye, Brian, uh, has basically he 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 is with a Kiwi. Uh, this is partner. <laughs> and they say that hell pizza fucking goes. So maybe it is worth, you know, Damn. You know, completely messing up your will uh, and all that. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Do you? And lawyers get at us. How do you get around that? Uh, next thing that's trending, Kim Cattrall. <laughs> yeah. Guess who's back in the motherfucking house uh, just for a cameo for that mouth. Um, so apparently, Samantha does make a cameo in the new season of And Then There Was That. Um, or whatever is, and just like that. Jet and just like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there, we'll, we'll, on this show, we will call it too. And then there was that. And then there um, was that. Apparently, she goes, she's on, she's doing, she's pulling a cameo for a, like one scene, but the, the gossip is she did not interact with any of her co-stars on set. And I love that for her. I love that she's like, I'm taking back my narrative, but also still fuck them. And they but will fuck, never yeah. fuck hear from me again. All y'all. <laughs> uh, but I don't know, like, is, she, I know she was like, obviously she had, she's had her beef with, with them. Now, wasn't it mostly Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah, mostly Sarah Jessica Parker. So, and it, it is a cameo, right? She's not coming back for like a full no, season. She's just like I'm making a little. it is just a cameo. So maybe okay. a scene, maybe an episode. Please give us like a good Samantha one-liner. Yeah. You know, that's all we need. That's, that's all we've asked. Like, I hope she's not like petty, like in the scene. It's like, I don't know. I have to go. Like, I need some kind of, <laughs> give me a Samantha. I mean, I please. feel like if she bothered to come back, she would make it worth our while. Cause she was the best part of the show. She always yeah. did the best line. She was the best actress. I think she would give us something good. Yeah. It, it's, it's the only thing making worth checking in on and just like that. Yeah, that's true. I right, look. Uh, we'll see how the rest of this the this next season goes. I mean, I'll, I'll I end up watching passively because <laughs> I was on that when Sex and the City came out. That was like my mom's favorite show, and she used to get screeners because she's like a, a TV critic or whatever. So we were watching. I remember just watching these dusty VHS tapes of <laughs> Sex and the City, and also like being like, "Why the f this is like terrible viewing?" Like with a teenage boy and his mother. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, there's some episodes that I I have watched back, and I'm like, ooh. That was not okay. And not just for the, like, the stereotypical, you know, homophobia and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that stuff. But there's like one episode in particular, I was rewatching it, not recently, but when I first moved to New York, my therapist was like, you should get in touch with more New York content. Watch as you <laughs> watch Sex <laughs> in the City um because it was covid so i wasn't allowed to like be in the city right it was like peak covid mm. and so i'm watching it and there's this one episode where that guy technically like assaults i think samantha because he filmed her without her consent when they're oh. having sex uh -huh. and he like had it on like a like that art display he had he was like an artist oh, yeah, and he had yeah, all yeah. those video cameras and it was like his sex with all of these women that like none of them consented and they were all very upset they just like flippantly were like 
oh, well, that was crazy. And I was like, yeah. no, that's like illegal. Like, it was like yeah, revenge well, porn almost. I mean, yeah, look, a lot of a lot of 90s TV had no <laughs> idea. Like, man, the way people could not grasp rape culture at that time. I mean, there's times I like I was watching some of my old like favorite shows. Like I used to love like the Jamie Foxx show and stuff. And like, oh, yeah. on second view, I'm like, uh, Jamie, she's saying no, sir. Get your fucking hands off her. And you're like, that used to be like, he's flirting. And I'm yeah, like, that like, looks like he is absolutely so... violating their personal space. Anyway, look, we all grow and we all move on. Uh, so I, I, I wait with bated breath to see what Samantha utters on her appearance back on. And then there was Ready. that. Uh, let's move on to Joe Biron or President Joe Brandon, <laughs> Joe Biden. Um, the man, he fell over at an Air Force graduation ceremony. And when you watch the clip, it feels like when you watch like an old person kind of like trip for no reason. Yeah. Like he just kind of stumbled. He like gave a thing. He left the lecture and he went, he went down. Like not terribly, but he, he he stumbled down. The way this was brought up though in the chat before we got on, I thought this man fainted. Like the way. That- oh, it was like he collapsed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, oh no. so he's unwell. Like in a yeah, different yeah, yeah, way, yeah. you know, like in a more extreme dementia type way. But it seems. He just did an old man collapse. Old clumsy thing. Cause I like how like the White House is being like, there was a sandbag there. And I'm not gonna say they're <laughs> lying, but the the path he took did not seem like there was something in his way. But he did do that thing when his secrets like this the way the Secret Service agents were like, Oh, come on, Daddy. It's okay, Poppy. Get up. It's all right. It's all right. He the President Biden turns around and he like points at some shit. He's like, I think the stage was uneven or some shit. <laughs> Like when people catch you, like, you know, like when you're walking on the street and like you drag your toe and you like trip, but you have Me. to like look behind to act like, like there was something oh. in the road. Nah, just got to lift your feet up, fam. That's all. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> he's he's well, all's well that ends well. And I'm sure, you know, the right wing will be like, and I, that's proof that his robot circuitry failed in the sun or whatever the fuck they want to say. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back to tell you some really kind of dark news actually after this. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught. A history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, 
I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. I just want to touch base with Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, um, who's going viral at the moment for uh, his, I guess, absolute hatred of reality. Is that is that is that a good way to, to put I think that? That's fair. I think that's yeah. Fair to put it. So he's out here. Um, you know, he's he's on like this panel discussion about like child care, child care access. And like he starts going on this like rant about like teaching children about race. Um, and he's going viral because he says that the word reality uh, is trending. But he keeps talking about this book about he's like, so you're saying white people created the con the social construct of race although he does not say social construct of race that's of course people not, who he can't critically say that, that no a social concept. he's saying oh you think white people invented race oh and really like, mm, so what though <laughs> i mean like that's part of the colonization process you got them like look at these other motherfuckers that aren't like us they brown what do we call that indian i don't know and Black? we create the caste system that makes them lesser than us because they are darker than us hey 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 look Senator Mark Wayne Mullen will not have any of that. He will not have children being led to believe that white kids need to feel bad because they, I don't know. This is his, this is, I'm just going to, you can hear this sort of exchange with him and some child development experts uh, because it's truly, it's, it's here. Just listen. (laughs) Don't you think that other people are starting saying that white kids are to blame? I think it's important. It's exactly what they're going to teach. It's exactly what it is, ma'am. I disagree. Um, first, it is important that we teach Jesus. First of all, I just want to say that the reason this woman is saying that is because he was saying, can't we just teach the Jesus loves me lyrics more than some book that is giving a nuanced, you know, take on race and what that but means in a larger context? Also, like on a more shallow level of that, not all people are Christian, so they don't need to hear Jesus's word. Yeah. Like, this she, like, but look, she's doing she's doing the good. She's doing the thing know, where she's, she's like. 
let me just let me just disarm that argument because you've been talking so much about Jesus. She's like, yeah, okay, that part, but but she's about to switch it up. And Absolutely. Jesus is what we teach. So which one is but better? But the reality is. Oh. So do you think this is Could the Could she answer thing? the question, please? No, I don't want reality. I'm asking the question, which one is better? That is exactly, that's exactly what it is. I don't want reality. Oh, wow. I mean, I've never heard it put more accurately than that. Like the entire <laughs> like, you're perspective. Right. You don't want reality, which is that the world has taught brown and black children that they are lesser than from the second they walk out their door. Like, it and that's is... the fault of white kids? No, I'm not saying that's anyone's fault. I'm saying that's the that those are the stakes. That's the those are the forces at work in the society in which we live. That it's is so undeniable. frustrating. The conversation about like, oh well, we're putting it on the kids, and it's like no one is blaming the white children for their race. Okay, like <laughs> I think everyone can agree that children as a whole are impressionable. And they learn from the adults around them. So no one believes you are inherently racist. Like these white children are born and they are, they are white. And they could, if they grow up in a community that is diverse, they will believe that that is chill vibes. But if they grow up in a community that is white, they're going to look at black and brown people and be like, <gasps> as someone who grew up in a white community, as a brown person, mm -hmm. I can frequently tell you as a child, I was very impressionable and I would go home and have many many nights crying being like i wish i looked like the white kids in my class mm. i told my mom that yeah. many many days because i was taught by the white children who were taught by their parents that, that i was less than than them. yeah yeah so just as i yeah getting yeah. on my high horse <laughs> no not a high horse that's just reality i mean i remember fucking kids call me like poop skin and some shit like that you know in oh, fucking first grade head. yeah and you're like <laughs> many the fuck out of here uh anyway um, and then those are the people be texting you in the summer of 2020 being like, I've been thinking a lot about my, when I got on iHeart being like, Oh my God, I love the daily zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. You know what? So Hold that L racist. <laughs> anyway. Uh, another thing that's trending, this is fucking freaky. AI drone is, uh, trending because an AI enabled drone fucking killed its human operator <gasps> in a military simulation that was being conducted by the air force. This is because, Black Mirror. This is what I've been worried about. Yeah. It was basically it happened in order to override a possible no order that was going to stop the drone from completing its mission. That's according to the Air Force Chief of AI Test and Operations. I uh, said, quote, we were training it in a simulation to identify and target a surface to air threat, uh, like a SAM site. And then the operator would say, yes, kill that threat. The system started realizing that while they did identify the threat at times, the human operator would tell it not to kill that threat, <laughs> but it got its points by killing that threat, like the way that the algorithmically it's set yeah. up the decision make. So what did it do? It killed the operator. It killed the operator because that person was keeping it from accomplishing <sighs> its objective. Y'all. Nah, I'm good. I'm we're good. We're here. We're here. I've been good. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, why am I in a situation where I'm like, oh, why can't we just let humans kill the other humans? Like, that's where we're at now. Yeah. But now I'm like, man, the motherfucking machine just killed you because the fucking program is so rigid. It's like this motherfucker in the way. Fuck out of here. This is like <laughs> that robot. I, I We talked about it a couple weeks ago that killed itself because it yeah. was doing, yeah, it like manual or uh, slave wage labor. Sweet. Wow. <laughs> Slave wage labor. Try saying that three times. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Maybe it's Can't. just me. My tongue's too big for my mouth. But 
<laughs> oh, you got that condition? That's what my partner tells me all the time because I do stumble on my words often if I'm speaking as fast as I'm thinking. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he's always just like, girl, take a breath, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> no, but this is for real. This is like, we're, this is the slippery slope we're talking about. There's our, yeah. this is, we're talking about even in the military where they're trying to fine tune the killer robots. The shit's just fucked up a fucking human because it kept it from destroying something. This is like, Ex Machina. This is Black Mirror. I'm good. Get us out get of the military. Me I'm done. Here. We don't Slash need to kill that bad spending. that we're killing ourselves, literally. I know. And watch. They're going to be like, it's all right, man. You know, you're going to break a couple eggs making AI omelets. <laughs> and by eggs, I mean it will a human being will be killed by a fucking drone. And then finally, wow, another just real fucked up story. The Supreme Court has basically ruled that companies can fucking sue unions for damages or loss of profit or whatever uh, that it's, that's that's incurred by striking employees. How is this legal? How? It's because it's gone up to the Supreme Court that has basically been put in there to systematically erode labor rights and many other of the right, like all kinds of other rights that we've been enjoying, even in a very minimal sense. Um, but basically, it's a new precedent for how companies, yeah. they're like, oh, y'all want to strike? Well, guess what? I will fucking, we will sue you for the lost money. I mean, this makes me so worried for, I mean, granted, we're still going through the WGA strikes right now. I mean, Starbucks workers, they've already yeah. had so many issues with uh, retaliation tactics from the stores themselves and from Starbucks above. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Scary stuff. Yeah. So again, this is, I mean, this is in the, this is in the time that we're in right now where we're seeing so many like widespread strikes happening and organized labor is doing ex everything they can to be able to get people fucking living wages or working situations that aren't so fucked up that they have to like miss all of like life's events for their families and things like that just like yeah. with the railroad strike that you know was fucking sh shot also, down by the president does this not i mean i guess it already went up to the supreme court i just i'm so lost how this doesn't infringe on those strikers um first amendment rights well, I think this is where we like this. This case is very like the Glacier Northwest versus the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. The Teamsters have said we're not. This is not going to fucking stop us because right now we have a fucking. We're trying to renegotiate with UPS, and they are mm. not fucking coming to the table. So we'll do what the fuck we got to do. Uh, but yeah, this is. I mean, like, what a fucking just in your face way that the Supreme Court is like being like, yeah, yeah. So fuck workers' rights. They said I mean, capitalism overall. Oh yeah, they say yeah, and get them kids in the factories too. Literally, like you know, we Gilded seen... Era coming back. Hey, what's wild? I mean, like, yeah, are we gonna have to have another fucking triangle shirt waist fire to Literally. for people to be like? But again, we're already watching children be killed by guns and shit, and there's nothing happening. So I'm not quite sure what our new triangle shirt waist fire will have to be for people to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it when the drones kill everybody? Anyway, so a little bit of news uh, going into your weekend. Uh, just a reminder. We have one episode coming out Friday because we have our new release schedule starting this week. So there won't be a trending episode tomorrow uh, on Friday. And also you'll see one episode go up Monday, no trending episode. And then Tuesday through Thursday, you get your you get your double doses. OK, so until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, do everything you can to stay safe out there and keep other people space, keep other people safe, especially in this era of rampant hatred. Please, please, please be a good person. That's because that's about the minimum we can do right now. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.